What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. It has been a very weird few days with your host, <laughs> Megan and Suzanne, and I think, I believe we're going to begin our weird on up in here, uh, <laughs> too, so welcome to the weird mm-hmm. show today. Mm-hmm. Who knows what's going to happen? We're talking about explosions before the show, exploding <laughs> diarrhea, uh, we don't <laughs> We don't know. You guys, this world is wacky. The energies are wacky. And when you just choose to do a show called Clear the Curse of the Empath and Be Your Gift, guess what happens, people? You feel the curse of the empath so that you can be your gift. (laughs) So Everybody always talks about how they wish they were us. They could do this work, (laughs) you know. And I think it looks pretty, right? This like, oh, we have a radio show. Oh, we have we do workshops and coach and speak for people and what a glorious life. And mm-hmm. pretty much everything that comes out of our mouth, we get tested on. <laughs> yeah, it's like so, times so of God's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, so and you, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to say that I really think that that's part of the gift, you know. Is that like um, I was talking to somebody the other day who had been a, a coach or teacher and retired and came out of retirement because they realized that they weren't using the tools that they taught, right? Because teaching mm-hmm. makes us accountable to what we're teaching mm-hmm. all the time, yeah. and that's the benefit yeah. because we get we get we get to hold our own feet to the fire with our own consciousness and with making different choices. And so it is a gift, but wow, sometimes it feels like the biggest pain in the ass, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes to that. Um, and I do, I mean, I like it's so interesting because I feel like in some ways I am the worst culprit of this because this was my idea, this radio show, and there have been many radio shows yeah. where it was where it was so clear that it just came through. It was like I was channeling it. Um, And then it's just such a intense experience getting like before the show and then the show. And then, you know, I mean, it's impactful as shit, but damn the process. So I have to take accountability and responsibility for some of these things that we go <laughs> we go through. Um, but I love this topic so much, and I want to read a little bit of the copy that I wrote um, because I feel like it sets up our calls so much. So you feel and absorb other people's emotions, especially friends and loved ones. You take on their pain and illnesses and feel the weight of the world's tragedies 
as well as Mother Earth. And But what if there was another way, an interim space where you hold the greatest amount of compassion, you are the energy of clearing, healing, and love, and it ripples out of your body to create the biggest, greatest impact in the world. So today we're going to talk about how to go from that roller coaster of, of being the empath and taking on all those energies which really can lead to so much anxiety, depression, implosion, like bastardizing your gifts um, and hopefully create a new space of stepping out into the world as the empathic you are, as the like biggest gift that you can be so that it's radiating out of you instead of all of that coming in you and your body running it. And this was, if, if I could tell on you a little bit, Megan, this, this was actually created because in part because of the conversation Megan and I were having where she was sharing um, a family situation with her sister. Her sister's going through in a really intense time. And Megan was recognizing that, you know, she didn't know really how to support her sister. And so she was actually just kind of separating and like not really responding to a text, not responding to, you know, to like leaning in. She was kind of leaning out um, because when our loved ones go through things, it's so it can be so intensely painful, and we feel so. And as the empathic, we we feel it so much in our bodies that it's it almost just we almost can disconnect. I feel that way a lot with the world events, like with things that happen, the tragedies that happen, like the Las Vegas thing, and all of them, right? Like when it's so much on the news, and I'm. I can feel so much the intensity of that tragedy that there's this place where I want to disconnect and disassociate and just not even lean into the feeling around that um, because we care so much. It can create so much intensity and pain in our body. Um, and so that's what I love about this idea of the show today is how do we find that fine line? How do we find that place where we are, we're not disassociated, we're not disconnected, we're not like separating, um, but we're also not actually taking on all of that energy into our body and running it and making ourselves um, sick in the process sometimes. Um, so that is the conversation that we're having today. Um, the other part I would say the the history in that um, is that I used to take it all on in, for my family system mm -hmm. and like be mm -hmm. called out at midnight to for ER stuff and like I would take on all the energies of a particular you know uh, family. Our family's quite creative in the <laughs> traumas that it creates, and so for me it was very very strange. For me to have this experience of avoidance um and so it was like this pendulum swing right between taking it all on and pushing it all away like yeah i'm not gonna deal with that i'm not gonna you know and so it's and it and in a way it's like part of the problem of kind of moving through this idea of being an empath is that we either agree and align or resist resist and react and one of the reasons that we do that is because of our own um, inability to shift out of taking the energy on and through our bodies, 
right? And so we're going to be like, oh, okay, like this is a problem or I have to take it on or I'm not going to take it on this time, right? Instead of just being aware and actually using the gift how it's intended, which we'll get to in just a little bit, like using the empath gift how it was originally intended, um, we kind of get locked into the energies of what we're trying not to take on either through the agreement mm-hmm. and or, or through the resistance. And within that, there's this whole other thing, which is that we have to, we have to buy into the idea that somebody is a victim in order to believe that we have to take it on for them. So mm-hmm. one of yeah. the biggest things as an empath that we have to get, we have to have to get this, boys and girls, because it's super easy to get tripped up on this one, is that everybody is creating their experience. Like everybody mm-hmm. is creating their experience. And so if even when we don't understand why somebody might be choosing something, that just taking it on is kind of doing a little bit of a superior thing anyway. Like, I'll take it for you. You know, I'm Superman. You know, and it's like, in order to do that, we actually essentially have to put that person into a victim role. Um, And so that keeps them, in a way, we have to keep them a victim in order to take on their stuff, in order to heal it. But if then, if we've held them as a victim, they're never going to get out or choose anything different. And that's sort of the double bind in that. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I would say that that can be super, super challenging when it feels so kind of when it looks or feels so black and white, um, you know, where it, it feels like there's a true villain and a true victim. Um, you know, we all get on board with people's stories and our own. You know, where it just actually feels like, you know, we are, we are the victim. And I would say that, you know, with um, childhood experiences, um, you know, there's a lot of controversy around that. Like, I talk a lot about this with my coaching clients because I had a very abusive childhood. And what I say is that I actually, I believe that in the pre in the in the pre-existence whatever you want to call it like in the spiritual realm before I came here that I chose those experiences um and I actually chose the person that was going to quote be the villain uh because of our own you know like history or connection and so the so it's been my process of the last 10 years to move from victim to survivor to creator and um, and that is, I feel like that's the process we all get to go through with our own trauma, but also with others too, right? So I actually see it as uh, a choice that I made. It was a choice that I made to be to have those experiences of abuse, so that I could step into who I am in the world. Um, and that's a radical idea. Um, and everybody is in their own way on that journey. Um, but at the very least, what I love is that you get to choose how you want to take responsibility for what has happened and what continues to happen. Um, and we were talking last night, Megan and I, at dinner about there's this video from Will Smith um, about this very, very topic. And... Um, 
And so we're going to post it on Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne, if you guys are not part of that. Um, the link is is lower down if you're listening to the recording. Or you could just search um, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne and be a part of our private Facebook group um, around our show. Um, but I'll, I'll post that video of Will Smith because I think he really speaks to it so beautifully. Um, and, um, and I would say that we're so hardwired so hardwired into the drama triangle of victim, villain, hero that, I mean, for me, I know that there's a moment almost on the daily where I can choose my favorite spot is the victim spot. <laughs> so I can choose victim or I can choose creator. Um, and as empaths, I would even say that there's a lot of empaths who even feel victimized by being an empath. <laughs> you know what I mean? They feel like at the effect of. Um, as, as the empath and that it's hurting them and, you know, hurting their life. Um, when in fact, again, we have complete and 100% choice, um, to, to learn how to do it differently so that it doesn't feel, um, so intense and heavy and painful in our own bodies. And, um, so right off of the gate, you know, right out of the gate, we're asking you to kind of take a look at your conscious and unconscious beliefs around, um, you know, victim, villain, hero, and the way that you choose that with being an being empathic. Um, and um, I think we also wanted to do some, unless you have something else to add to that, um, Megan, but we were also going to do some clearings around the implants um, of, of, of the idea that you do have to take it into your body, right? Um, that you do have to, like, run it. Um, that somehow that's your greatest purpose or your greatest contribution to the world as an empath is to take it on and run it through your body. So um, do you want to go with clearings around that, hun? Um, yes, I would like to say, I, I kind of felt like I wanted to add something a little bit to the triangle conversation. So people could really get what that is. I know we talked about it last year on a show, but I, for our new listeners, I'd like to just talk about that when the, the thing about the victim, villain, and hero is that they all need each other to exist. And I think this is, mm-hmm. um, that for instance, like if, um, a victim requires what? It requires a hero. In order for me to be a victim, in order for me to like label myself as a victim, I need a hero, somebody to rescue me, and I also need a villain, somebody to have done mm-hmm. something to me, right? And mm-hmm. interestingly mm-hmm. enough, like in any conflict, it, what it is is it's a race for the victim square. I want you to own that you hurt me, right? Mm-hmm. And Everybody does it. We all do it. But it's like bringing awareness to this, especially in this conversation, is super important because if you are a hero, what do you require? You You require require a victim. victim. Yeah. So in essence, the empath is a hero persona that requires victims. We literally pull in people that require us to, quote, unquote, rescue them. And at all at the same time, holding it in place because the hero part of us has to have a job. Has to have a job. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. there are no victims, then the hero doesn't have anything to do, and it doesn't have any. Um, I don't know. I would say it. It doesn't have any. 
uh, value anymore. And so that that's one of the ways that this whole thing plays out, you guys, is that most of us are doing empath from hero. And we, I said superior bitch earlier, but there's also a place mm-hmm. where we really are trying to do good. We really are trying to help. Um, but it actually, the way that we're helping is keeping the victim actually as a victim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's what I want. Yes. Say. And so, yeah, absolutely. And so it, it, again, it solidifies everybody in that position and then um, nobody can really be free. Like, so then the victim is, is still feels at the effect of and powerless. And then you're um, trying to like, then the, the pattern repeats itself, you know, and that's true with ourselves. We can play, villain victim hero too with our own self so if as long as you see yourself as a victim to the to your own empath to your to the own your energy the energy of others that you bring into you um the more that it solidifies and the more that you can't actually clear that or change that in your own your own life so um so everywhere and in every lifetime where you believed that your highest purpose was to help all the victims, help all of the people um, that were in pain by taking on their energy and bringing it into your body and running it. Can we revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, renounce, destroy, and uncreate all your oaths, vows, filthies, communities, commitments, agreements, pacts, and binding and bonding contracts to that? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere that there's been an irrevocable contract in your world around this, an implant or an explant around this, or any other algorithm that says that you as an empath, you as a light being, you as a, a spiritual worker here on earth, it's your job and your purpose and your goal and your end, complete end uh, result to run everybody's energy through your body and to be affected by that. Can we uncreate and all that, please? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyond. Any other clearings that are coming up? Hmm. It feels like there's um, something else. Yeah, so everywhere that you bought the lie that the that your gifts as an impasse would save the planet, um, mm-hmm. only if you used them against you, only if you took them into your own body, only if you became the sacrificial lamb, can we revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate that? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot and pock, all nine boys, shorts and beyond. So um, there's an energy that I am aware of that the impasse have been implanted with to actually use the energy against them instead of taking that energy that transmutes in their body and turning it up and on and actually changing it in a whole different way. It's it's a billion times more potent. But mm-hmm. we bastardize that like we've done a lot of our gifts that we have as we've used it against us. And in particular, empaths uh, have, it, it. my awareness is that empaths have created or bought into a lie that it's better to run it through them. 
And so mm-hmm. everything this is bringing up, can we uncreate and destroy that? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine boys, shorts, and beyond. So it looks like it's almost break time, or it is break time. Mm-hmm. Please mm-hmm. stay tuned because we're going to be continuing to clear and giving you tools to really power up the potency of the empath. Mm-hmm. See you soon. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We're having a conversation about using your empathic gifts against you. Um, I mean, I think that um, empathy is such an incredible superpower um, and that it's uh, it's a way of bringing communion and union um, to, uh, to our world and... Um, and so I, I don't, I don't feel like I even have one client that's not an empath (laughs) that doesn't have, um, this as a superpower. And so it's, to me, I'm having this conversation all the time about how do we, um, as empaths see it as a gift, use it as a gift and, and really use it as a superpower that it is. And so in, in that way of like turning up, turning us up. Um, and I love, Megan, would you share the idea of the butterfly for our listeners? Cause I love, love, love that analogy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, this came through, um, 
uh, rapid eye tech that I do sessions with sometimes. Her name is Paula Bronte, and she wrote about it in her book. And um, actually, this is so cool. How the butterfly protects itself. Does anybody know? Anybody in the chat room know how the butterfly protects itself against its prey? It's a very cool phenomenon. And I also think it's really interesting in light of the fact that most of us in transformation are quite fascinated by the butterfly. Because the butterfly is such a representation of the ultimate transformation, right? A a total, like, shape-shifting type of a transformation. But what the butterfly does is it turns up its colors. It turns up its brilliance. It turns up all of the energy in itself. And it literally, when that those lights turn on and up, those colors turn on and up, it actually scares their prey. And mm. I just, I freaking love that because, like, r- what we're used to doing so much is dimming our brilliance to protect ourselves. Like, it's almost like the opposite. We're used to constricting, collapsing, instead of turning on and turning up the capacities that we have, the energies we have. And so, like, and this is a pretty deep groove. This is a pretty deep habit that we have of going into, like, I I, uh, termed it potato bug the other day. Because, you know, (laughs) um, of course, thank you, Suzanne, for this topic, because I have been immersed in my little dance in the triangle since this topic. So I just really appreciate this coming on. But like one of the things that I, one of the things that I'm really aware of is that I do this potato bug thing, right? And it's like when I get hurt or wounded or scared, there's this way that I just like curl into myself and don't let anything in. Well, how's that going to change anything? How's that going to do anything? And it's a, and you know, in, in looking at it and, and looking, um, at how to open that back up. The awareness is the first key, but the thing about it is with our survival mechanisms, it's there before we are. Like, they turn on like crazy. So if you know what your survival mechanism is, so mine's a potato bug, so you guys can feel what (laughs) yours is. Like For some people, you turn into, like, you know, a raging, like, an angry monkey or whatever it is that in the fight-or-flight mechanism of the body, we have generally four responses, freeze, flare, Freeze, flee, flight, and faint. And mm-hmm. so, like looking at, and that's a freeze. That's a, and that's my number one sort of uh, PTSD or, or fight or flight responses to freeze. And so, when I'm aware of that, and actually the other day I I was in my potato bug and I called somebody and like I was like, like just literally like they were like you need to let something in. You need to let something in, you know, and so I let in light. And that was the beginning of me turning on and turning up the light inside of me. And so when you know what you're sort of that place that you go to um, protect yourself is like, what if you could start turning it on and up? What if you could start bringing light in? What if you could actually become more powerful than you could possibly imagine you could be in that moment and what would that bring Mm -hmm. and with so that's with regards to that but with regard to the empath like one of your one of our survival responses is to take the energy of the trauma whatever's going on and pull it into our body and transit with our body we can do that by the way 
that's okay. It's not wrong to do that. It is a gift. Like we're not saying never do that, but what we're saying is is that you, you need to have more than one option in those moments. And maybe there's an option sometimes that might be more powerful, that might actually shift the situation in a more powerful way, and that is to turn on and turn up your capacity, the empath capacity. And like maybe even right now, for those of you guys listening now and in the future, like Feel where the empath energy is in your body. Mm-hmm. Now just ask it to turn up, to, to actually literally flip the switch on. Mm-hmm. Flip the switch on. Now turn it up. Now turn it up and turn it up. That So be the light. Be the colors that transmute anything in its path that transmutes anything that's willing to engage with it. Like to the point where somebody couldn't step into your a place to create, connect, and belong, where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to MeganSolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with host Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. 
everybody. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, my God. I love it when we start doing energetic stuff, you know, where we're, like, saying, turn it up, turn it up, turn up your power and your empathic, you know, energies. And then we, like, blow out the Internet and blow out the technology. Like, that is crazy. (laughs) So everything went dark um so but thanks for staying with us um i mean i think that is the power of of energy (laughs) truly that is the power of energy so um so yes i kind of wanted to um talk about um how because we are so powerful as an empath that and we started this so so young we started this sometimes in the womb of being an empath and so Kirsten in the chat room before everything went dark was talking about how she realized when she was young that um that she would take on the energies of her family um and that she would actually store those energies in her body um, so like the trauma that um, was happening or whatever that was happening in her family system that as the empath, she would take that on and actually kind of hold it and hide it in her body as a way to try to help the family system. And I would say that that is such a, uh, and that is so common. I, just the other night, I became aware of this whole thing where my dad only wanted three children and I was the fourth child. And so he didn't want me. Um, and so I took that energy, you know, of him uh, feeling overwhelmed by the idea of four children, you know, and trying to provide for that. Um, and I took that and I internalized that. I t- internalized that energy. Um, and I know that I did a lot of internalizing of the conflict of my parents um, to try to kind of keep them together. Uh, And so those are just a couple examples of how powerful we can be as empaths and how we can almost unconsciously take on that energy and keep it in our body. I had been keeping that energy in my body all this time. Um, and so everywhere, I, I want you to just kind of take a look now and scan your own body and feel into where there might be stuck energy from the past, um, from your own family system, from th- or from old relationships or whatever that felt like you're holding on to that energy still as a way to um, protect, to be loyal, to to run it, or even maybe to try and not have it. Um, show up again, you know, because like we'll take on abuse from an abuser, we'll take on that energy and hold it in our body as a way to try to prevent um, ourselves from being abused again. So everything that is um, everywhere that you have held on to any energy from the past um, in your body, can we uncreate and destroy that and have that uh, liquidate out of your body and just transmute into the earth? Um, and letting it go, letting it go, letting it go, letting it go. Everything that is, everything that brings up, can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Uh, because we can't, we can't actually embody this powerful, you know, this bright, lit up butterfly. Um, we can't really be the embodiment of our gift 
and the superpower of our gift when we're holding on still to so much stuck energy in our body. Our body has to come along for the ride as the empath, as the powerful empath that we be. <sighs> Apparently, um, the energy of empath is so big it booted me right off the show for a minute. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> yes, that's what um, I said. So I, that's what I said. <laughs> you know, it's like we really. I was saying how that. I mean, it really is so powerful. This energy that it can literally um, break technology. <laughs> We turn all that shit up. I mean, and you were asking us to kind of feel it in our body. Um, and what I felt in my body was just so, 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 so much heart energy, like just so much love um, that was beaming out of my body. And that's the thing that I tell my clients is like it's this almost like this atom bomb of ripple of love and energy that we can be as empaths. Um, that now when like a tragedy happens in the world, I'm, I'm beaming my love and my light and my energy, um, to that, to the people involved. I like do this process of visualization where I am, um, rippling my energy out to all those affected. Um, and anytime I feel like constriction or heaviness, around um, whatever I'm listening to, whatever I'm hearing about, you know, a, an event or the news or a client or a family member, I'm practicing lighting up like that butterfly and poofing out my energy um, to the situation and to the world. You're going to be a poofer? You're going to poof out I'm your gonna energy? I'm going to be a poofer. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're going to be a poofer. So, <laughs> right on. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hmm. It's interesting because one of the be things that we <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be different. <laughs> Poopers and fluffers. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. and like you know, it's like the other part of it is is that if we're gonna take this this kind of just laughing at this right now if we're going to take this all so seriously all so seriously um it's not going to change either right again it's like we've got to play with our gifts you guys we have to like go okay like is the is this the best use of this capacity really you know because mm-hmm. i mean there's definitely huge capacities that i use against myself one of my capacities is the ability to see the genius and brilliance of people. Um, the dark side of that is I can see them like so far beyond a lot of times where they're choosing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that gets me in a little trouble sometimes because I think that they're ready for stuff they're not quite yet. But the other part of it is, the other way that I can bastardize that is to compare it to me and go, but they're so amazing, right? Well, who am I, right? Because I can't see it in myself in the same way. But, you know, there's this... Like all of our capacities tend to have sort of a dark and light side, but one of the things I see with empaths so much is that they don't have the tools to change it. They don't or haven't learned the tools or don't understand there's a different way. And for most of, I would say probably 30 some years, I didn't even realize I was an empath. You know, so first of all, you got to realize 
and be aware that that's what you're doing. And second of all, like really be at choice with how you're utilizing that capacity and really just go, you know, is this the best use of this? Is there a better way? Is there something else I can do here that I actually create more space, more possibility, you know, and, you know, what's beyond, you know, being the cosmic vacuum cleaner of toxic waste, right? <laughs> <laughs> Everything that brings up a month down going everywhere everywhere we have vowed to be the uh the vacuum cleaner for toxic waste in this reality. Can we please revoke recant renounce renounce we trying to create that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, wrong, good, bad, father, black, all name, boys, shirts, and beyond. And on that note, boys and girls, we're gonna go to a little breaky break. Well, I think, love, that we already took our, we took our breaky break. When we lost power, we took our breaky break. Oh, oh, (laughs) just kidding. Oh, my God. That's what was happening when you got booted. We went to breaky break. (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) Well, but we do have have a caller. We do have a caller. (gasps) We do. So, yeah, so let's bring, is it Dolce? Dolce is on the line. Yeah. Ah. Bring it on. <laughs> hey, hey, girls, it's hey. Dolce and hey. Kawhi. Whew, I'm just Aloha. loving this. Aloha. I'm just loving this content. Oh, my gosh. Um, who I have, I have an inner, um, oh, gosh, hedgehog. And um, she's kind of like she's kind of like the potato bug, except she's kind of spiky. And she's decided that she wants wings because she loves the concept of bright, sparkly wings. And now she wants diamonds and bracelets and jewelry. And uh, wow, she's she's just coming right out there. Um, <laughs> Whew. And it's it's so much easier to recognize and feel other people's states of being, other people's capacities, and communicate that. And um, when I feel and look at my own, I kind of do this, huh? Really? Huh? So... Um, but I'm cur- I'm feeling really curious about the the mechanics of turning the bright light up within and having it uh, allowing it to come forth from others towards me, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I mean, I think the way that um, the way that I see it when I am like bright and my energy ripples out is that it doesn't matter what energy is coming at me, whether um, it's like almost my energy meets their energy. And mm-hmm. so then if, I, if I'm being that healing energy in that big love space, then it's almost like it melts anything in them that I would have normally taken on in my body. Does that make sense? Ah, yes, it does. It does. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so it's coming. So it's happening outside of me. It's happening outside of my body. That transmutation, rather than it being run inside of me. Oh, I like that. Um, that's mm-hmm. possible. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have. I'm. I'm gonna play with that. Cool. Huh. Yeah. I mean, so, I love so your hedgehog description. <laughs> I love the hedgehog. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 now she's got wings, so she's bright too. Ha. <laughs> 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 One of the things that I, um, you know, we just witnessed it on the show today with um, upping and amping up the power and the capacities and blowing out technology, um, it brought up some, you know, some of the fear stuff of the too much, the impact, um, Let's see. Are there are there questions or ways that other than putting all the technology around us in a bell jar that we can powerfully transmute that seemingly possibly negative impact on technology or is it just an another aspect of play? Yes and yes. <laughs> I do I do think that you know, I do think that there's a way that um uh many of us are implanted against technology because of technology how it's been used in the past, mm-hmm. in other lifetimes, used against us and things like that. And so for a lot of us it's actually using the this sort of this fight with technology, this victim villain with technology. And then opening ourselves up to to become harmonious with it, you know, and oh. uh, and and that that is a form of play. That is like okay, technology, we're gonna how we're gonna play today, you know. And so I'm I'm learning that. I know that I've had a lot. I've blown up so much stuff. I blew up three phones in like one month, you know, like. And so I, it's like that's something that's just a constant play, you know. Mhm. Mhm. Hmm, because I, I don't want to be Carrie. Is that who it was? Yeah. Um. <laughs> don't want to be Carrie. And don't want to be P. Carrie. <laughs> okay. Well, and I think okay, it's interesting because, so. I mean, technology is, is one example, but I think that, you know, as the light workers and beings that we are, as the empaths that we are, you know, like as the powerful change makers we are in the world, that it's more than just technology that we're afraid will blow up if we turn ourselves all the way up and express ourselves fully in the world um, in whatever capacity and whatever genius and power that we have. So it's it's an interesting thing to me because I feel like we as empaths have brought all this energy into us to transmute it because we're in part because we're actually afraid of our own power and our own ripple that can go out and what that might do because 
there there is a way that we're meant to change the world that we're meant to express our fullness so that we can uh, eradicate and change what's not working so um, so there is a kind of almost a destruction energy to to us rippling out it's changing shit up it's destroying what doesn't serve anymore and it's um, asking for you know a different consciousness on our planet and so I have not found a light worker yet an empath yet that ha- doesn't have a deep fear conscious or unconscious um, about blowing shit up about actually um, destroying what is supposedly good so any implant um, any implanted point of view around that? Can we all uncreate and destroy all that, please? Oh yes. yeah, yes. yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, shirts, boys and beyonds, and everywhere that we believe. If we brought any and all of our superpowers um, out fully, that uh, that we would blow ourselves up, that we would blow up our family, and that we would blow up the earth. Can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. 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 Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, shirts, boys and beyond. So it's way easier to hide. It's way easier to implode with that energy. It's way easier to bastardize that energy against us than it is to step up and out and see what that does in the world. So everywhere that all of us as empaths have been hiding out um, by bringing all this energy into us, um, can we uncreate and destroy all that, please? Yes. 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 Right, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine, shirts, boys, and beyond. Mm. I just have a couple feelings about this. <laughs> just a couple. A couple. <laughs> so, Dulcie, do you have any more questions for us today? Um, um, I'm, I do, but I, and I can't remember them. I'm, I'm in this, this, uh I feel like everything is shifting inside and around me and it's 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 whirling and um wow wow what what would my life be like if I'm not blowing shit up thanks 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 all right awesome. talk to you soon Love you. Bye. Mahalo. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs> so cute. We have uh, we have uh, hedgehogs and potato bugs <laughs> and all manner of beast on today's show. They love us. <laughs> you know, this is not not the way that I thought the show was going to go. <laughs> really? Not at all. <laughs> Uh, Everything's the opposite of what appears to be. Nothing's the opposite of what appears to be. (laughs) And by the way, Uh. like kind of based on, you know, kind of back to what you were talking about, the fear of blowing things up. Like the truth is some things need to be blown up. And don't be afraid Mm -hmm. that if something's blowing up that what's right about that. Because there's nothing actually Mm -hmm. that can happen on this planet that's wrong. It's mm-hmm. like it's happening. It's part of the universal evolution. And, you know, so it's like if you have the capacity to bullshit up, maybe you need to just point that thing in the right direction instead of blowing up your life, blow up constructs. You know, instead of mm-hmm. blowing up your marriage, how about you, you know, blow up 
the um, the political sphere. You know, like just kind of as an example, or maybe your marriage does need to be blown up. You know, like like mm-hmm. what is the capacity of that, and are you willing to mm-hmm. be that? And are you willing to be that for consciousness, if that's what consciousness requires? Mm-hmm. And that's why we got to ask, right? That's why we got to mm-hmm. ask, like, what actually is going to serve here? Like, with our gifts or with the choices that we're making, it's like, okay, like, you know, here's my sister. She's in pain. Like, what's actually going to create greater here, right? Mm-hmm. And to, to be mm-hmm. in the question and to be at choice and to know that there isn't just one choice. And that's really my, our main point today is like, it's not a wrong choice to transmute it in your body. It's just like, but if you only have one choice, then it is a survival choice and it is not going to create greater. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would say there's certain times when I do a session, um, a healing session where they're on my table and I actually just ping them. So like my body pings them. Um, where I literally dip my toe into their water, um, into their energy, so that I can see and feel in my body what's happening. Um, but then I don't actually run it the entire session or the entire time. So for many years now, I've been practicing pinging. So it's still me, quote, running the energy. It's still coming into my body, but it's not. Um, it's on purpose so that I can feel them, so that then I can, um, you know, do my work. So I go in and out, basically. Um, uh, and ping them. And that's something that as as a healer, as a body worker, as a massage therapist, as a Reiki master or whatever, like that's a possibility that you guys could play with as far as like instead of running the entire time, maybe just pinging um, and then coming back to your own body um, and your own energy. So play with pinging. <laughs> Be a pinger. Be a pinger. I'm a pinger, you're a pinger, wouldn't you like to be a pinger too? Uh, All right, everybody, we're coming to the end of our show here. I want to remind everybody that Live Your Magic, first one of the year, is in Dallas, March 23rd through 25th. We will be live next week on Valentine's Day talking about a different kind of love. That's what I can say. That's what we can say. So tune in for next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.